ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edmundo. Hallelujah. We've been giving testimonies from various zones. And today for the first time, we have someone coming from the first timers ministry to give us a very challenging testimony. So we want to clap our hands and invite our sister Gloria to come up and give us the testimony. All right. for me to do this and whatever I'm going to say here is to the glory of God I can't share God's glory with him amen I'll say it all by God's grace um, the work I do I come in contact with a lot of um, patients with chronic cases and I do night shifts so the work is really challenging so one thing I've always told myself is that Um, I can't do the work with just the knowledge I have from school and experience. So I always ask the Holy Spirit to be my partner as I work. So a few weeks ago, I went to work as usual. And then when I went, the word was handed over to me single-handedly with one word assistant. So, and I always pray before I go to work. So when I met this patient, actually there were about three patients with the same condition, hemiplegia, um, one side of the body. Her, one, this particular patient I'm going to talk about, she had a right hemiplegia. That means that her right side or her right part of her body was paralyzed. So she couldn't use any part of um, the hand. She couldn't move any part of the right part of her body so I went to the room I'm I'm trying to summarize as much as possible I went to see the patient and then I realized that the daughter who was always with her taking care of her had a lot of faith she she's a Christian so I was led to give the mother communion the patient communion and um, I just told her that Let's give your mother communion because the doctors had tried. They were doing all that they could for her, but she was not getting any better. It looked like the prognosis was very bad. That is to say, um, it didn't look like she was going to get well or better. So I told the daughter that, let's give your mother communion. And then she said that, yes, I'll do it. My pastor asked me to do it, but I didn't do it. So once you've asked me to do it, I'm going to do it. Maybe it's a confirmation. And I said, yes. But when I said it, I looked again at the patient, and I realized that this patient is unconscious. She can't eat. She can't 
drink. She can't do anything. She had oxygen, NG tube all over. She was lying like that. She was like a vegetable. Let me put it that way. But um, I think the Holy Spirit told me that you can give her just the wine. You can give her just the wine. You don't need to add the bread. So I said, okay, buy the wine, buy the communion wine and bring it. So when I said that, then I said, hey, what if someone sees me giving her the communion? Then I said, okay. This is going to be just between you and I. I'm doing this because I've seen you have a lot of faith. It's like you have faith in God that your mother is going to get well and all that. So she bought the communion. And then that evening when I went to work, I did all my work. And then when the world was calm at night, between 12 a.m. and 1 a.m., I went in and then I decided to give her the communion. Uh, So I gave her a scripture. I gave the lady, the patient's daughter, a scripture. Mark eleven twenty-four. Can you please project that for me? Mark chapter eleven verse twenty-four. And then I read it to her. I said, Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Amen. So I encouraged her and then I prayed over the communion. And then I gave it to the patient through the NG tube. So whilst I was giving, I was praying. And then I, I, the woman, actually, the patient was like my project work. I gave her a lot of attention, and then I believed that she was going to get well. And I kept encouraging the daughter. So I, did, I gave the woman communion every night that she was there. So one Friday, usually I, I work from Monday to Friday. I go for night, and then by Friday morning, I close and I'm off for the weekend. So when I go home, I decided to rest. When I slept, I had a dream. And in my dream, I had gone to work. And when I got to work, I entered the patient's room. And then I saw the daughter and some family members. They were seated. And then I saw the patient walking towards where the daughter and the other relatives were sitting. And I was very happy, very excited in the dream. I actually laid down on the floor in the dream. And I got up and then I opened the windows and I said, everybody come and see what God has done for this woman and her family. And then I I was so excited in the dream, so much so that I woke up with that excitement. So I believed that the woman was healed. Then... I was like, should I call the daughter to find out how her mother is doing? Then I said, no, let me hold myself. So by Monday when I got to work, and as usual, we're going through our normal procedure. They were handing over the word to me. When I got to that particular patient's room, I realized that this woman was wildly awake, no more unconscious, and she was seated upright. Amen. To God be the glory. She was seated upright and she was looking at me. And I was like, wow. But I didn't want the other nurse to know something had gone on. So I, I just held myself until she left. So I, went, I quickly went to the room and I asked the daughter, what happened? And she said, my mother can now move a little. That part of the body that couldn't move is now moving. And then she, she makes the attempt to speak. And when you speak, she tries to respond. She was now, um, her speech had gone. I mean, she lost her speech. But she could now speak. And 
she could now eat. She couldn't eat on her own. She told me that when she was coming around, she started pulling out everything. She asked that they should remove the engine tube. She didn't want the oxygen. She didn't want the catheter. Nothing. She didn't want any of that. So she just became okay. I mean, her recovery was so quick. I mean, the way um, maybe we expected her to recover, maybe slowly or something, but hers was quick. And one thing the daughter told me was that the doctors are amazed, and even the nurses are amazed. When they come in, when they come on rounds and handing over and stuff, she hears the comments they pass. It's like, hey, this one, there's a miracle. Then another one will say, I thought this man was going to die. Each day when I'm coming to work, I have it at the back of my mind that by now this man is gone. And I said, this is certainly the work of God. So I w- one thing I want to emphasize is that I, on my own, I couldn't have done that. But I believe I was led by the Holy Spirit. And then the other thing too is that I was taught in church. Bishop told us that the communion is something we can take every day. There is power in the communion that it can heal our body and all that. I've never done that for any patient, but I don't know. That is why I think that I was led to do that. And to the glory of God as we speak, this woman is healed. I mean, she's okay. Now she's much, much better. She's been discharged home. And the daughter thinks I'm an angel. I told her it's not me. It's God. God only used me to do that. So I want to say that whatever we are taught in church, let's take it seriously. I mean, maybe you are here, you you will always trivialize the communion, but there is power in the communion. And our Father has taught us, so let's use it. Amen. Christian who takes her faith to her workplace and we see remarkable exploits and I pray that you will also be known by others as a Christian that your friends will know that you are born again your friends will know that you are serving God and that you carry your faith to other areas of your life Is it a blessing? Before I forget This Friday Is Good Friday And I'm sure you know That we are having our miracle service With evangelist Doug Heward Mills Our pastor But It's also going to be a communion service so all of us are, are encouraged and we should go for the service with our communion element, your wine and your bread. Because we are going to take communion there for exploits in the year ahead. Amen. And healing of our bodies and restoration of everything the devil has taken away from our lives. So please remember that we are going for the Good Friday service with our communion elements get your own wine get your own bread 
keep it in your bag and uh, I believe that a great blessing will come our way as we take communion there there will be healing there will be miracles and above all the fire of God will rest upon your head practically as you leave the grounds ask me are you coming for the good Friday service amen so remember uh, before we sit down we are taking our memory verse so John chapter 1 verse 12 is our memory verse for today John chapter 1 and verse 12 John chapter 1 verse 12 let's all read it one go Let's say it again. John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many as received him to them. Even to them that. Upstairs. Let's take it for the last time. One go. John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many as received him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. John chapter 1 verse 12. Of the gen. Now let's go. Let's quote it. One go. John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on oh clap your hands for jesus beautiful father we pray that you grant us light on our paths as we hear your word these few minutes in jesus name amen you may please be seated how to finish well how to finish well the christian life we are living it's a race. And Paul says that I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. And I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. That is... My race I run, I have finished. Don't just be running for running sake. Run so that you can finish. And Paul says again in 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 24, that uh, don't you know that those who run in a race, many of them run, but one wins the prize. It run in such a way that you will obtain. Right. God wants us to finish our race. 
He does not want you to fall by the side of the road. He wants to see you in heaven. You must finish it properly. That is why I keep repeating the scripture 3 John verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. And I've told you that that word prosper is not just having money and cars and houses, but that you would finish your journey successfully. Many people never finish the race. Christians backslide before they die. Christians become witch doctors after five years of being in church. Many people abandon their faith. It is not enough to be around. It must be of interest to you how you are going to finish this race. At least I can promise you that there is a devil who does not want you to finish your race. That is why finishing your race is something important. That is why Paul mentioned it. It's an achievement to die as a believer. It is something to celebrate. It's not everything that happened to Paul that he wrote. In fact, he himself said he had some supernatural experiences that would not be appropriate to even talk about in the in the scriptures. But this one, he said, I have finished it. You will finish your race also. I said you will finish your race also. That must be on your mind as you run. And not just to finish, but to finish well. Because Paul talks about finishing the race to win a prize. Not just to finish it, but there is a prize for you to, there's a trophy for you to collect. So as you live your life as a Christian, you go to town, you go to work, school, you go home, you eat, you drink, you sleep. Remember that there is some finishing of your course of your race. So today I, I want to give you as usual one very important key. Forgive me for not recapping the points but because if i do that i can easily uh, not even finish the recap there are powerful points that are i mean i have to resist the temptation not to preach them again 
So try and get the messages. But I have something very simple and short for you today. Very short because we are preparing ourselves also for the Good Friday service and uh, there are things things we we need to do. So I'm just giving you a small, small, uh, what, key. A key that is a small key but a very powerful key. It may be the most important of all the keys I've given you. How to finish well. Sit up. Yes, you. How are you? Now, do you want to finish well? Do you want to finish well? Do you want to know the key I'm giving you today? What are some of the keys I've shared with you? To finish well, you should what? You should bear fruits. Not so. If you don't bear fruits, you'll be cut off. What else? You must what? You must be guidable and leadable. You must stretch your hand for someone to lead you. The people who finish are humble followers, not arrogant stray goats. Outside, can you hear me? Yes, you must not be lost. Somebody must lead you. And says, so you are forcing me to preach a message that I'm not ready. I, I don't, I, I, I'm not happy with that. Should I preach? What else? What other points have I given you? To what? To be in the right group. In the right group. If you want to finish your Christian life well, join the correct group. There are bad groups in the church. It's as we are all here like that. There are groups of bad boys, bad girls. I'm telling you. You see, our sister who came to give the testimony, she's in a group of shepherds and pastors, but she doesn't represent all the groups. If you read the story, the account of Samuel, as Samuel was serving in the house of God, other pastors were raping church members in the same church. Like in that room, raping was going on and in this room, incense was being burned. You don't believe it that it's in the same compound. So not everybody sitting by you is a correct person. That's why when we stand here and we promote a group, a satellite church, a basel. We are setting up an information desk next week. They'll be there. You get, you can get slips printed for you, showing you, uh, giving you directions to the to the parcel near your house. We are going to do all that. When we promote a good group, you must you must embrace it because there are bad groups in the church. You know something? Let let me give you today's point. Today point the key i'm handing over to you as we close the service is that if you want to finish well you must look up look up there is an app to look that's all 
And one no no. You got married yesterday. Look up. Look up. I'm happy you have a husband today. But look up before you are disappointed. Look up, Obaya. Look up. Look where? There are two places to look. Everybody on earth. You can either look up or you can look where? Down. Are you interpreting or you are enjoying the message? You can easily find like she found herself, she had forgotten she was working. So you, you may have a microphone, you are interpreting, but if you are not very careful, you may easily find yourself behaving like a church member who is listening to the message. Yes, and, 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 and it is very important for you as a Christian to also know that everybody on earth is looking at either of two places one of two places either you are looking up or you are looking down today it's a very simple message but perhaps the, the most important key I will leave with you if you want to finish well like Paul, if you want to end well, if you want to end up in heaven, huh, look up. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 2. Easy. If ye then, if the Bible, there is no book like it. If, if you say you are born again, if you say you have risen with Christ, then seek those things which are above. Colossus 4, Mama, Etimian, the Dicano, or Senasse, Nasa, who see a say. Where Christ is sitting on the right hand of God. Verse 2. Set your affections on things above and not on things on the earth. You see, in this verse, or in these verses, especially in this verse, you will see that something you don't know is being highlighted. Because some of us don't know that the earth is not the only place where there are things. There are things also above. And a Christian who, who has been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ must set his affections. In the first verse, he talks about seeking looking for a christian should not only look for a job on earth so christonia wona wo sie se yawo fofro dia kiresem ne e kire bibi se wo hwehwe wiase no manko enye se christoni wo braban ne se wo pe djuma asase so a christian also looks for a job in heaven o christo no so pe djuma e wo soro ahemam 
The work I'm doing right now as I'm sweating is a heavenly job. And if you are born again, you must you must you must begin to even think that there are things also above. Of us need to have this in mind, my dear friend. Those who make it to the end, those who finish well, are people whose eyes are not only fixed on things that are on the earth. Almost everything that is on earth here. There is, there is a, there is a counterpart in heaven. Just as your passport is at the embassy, waiting for your visa to America or to Germany, there are also some people whose spiritual passports are at a spiritual embassy, looking for a city not made with hands in heaven. The writer of Hebrews talks about a city. There's also, it's not a Hamburg is not only the, a city. It's not the only city. London is not the only city. See, you are looking for London, but there are some people, they are also looking for a city that is not made with hands, which was not built with bricks and stones and glass and steel. It's a heavenly city. Christians of today don't think about heaven. And that is why many people fall by the roadside. Can you sing that song, Jesus is love? Better run, baby. Run, baby, run.
chapter 15 verse 19 it says if in this life only we have hope in Christ then we are of all men most miserable or say 
na sabrabu mwinkwana nkaye nida so Kristo mudia ne ndie nipi nyina yempa na yemobo that is as a christian you see remember i says if in this life only we have hope in christ there are people who are in christ but even though they are in christ their hope is only on things on the earth anybody here whose vision whose aspirations whose goal i mean it ends on the earth the bible this is not for me the bible says that you are a miserable person i mean you, um, the, the amplified bible talks about you have to be pitied one of the uh, versions yes then we are of it says if we who are abiding in Christ have hope only in this life and that is all we you see this verse is not listen please this verse is not for unbelievers oh. unbelievers whose minds are earthly you know think of they don't know about god no heaven they are not even born again this this this, this verse is not to unbelievers it's talking about people who are in Christ they are in Christ. But they are in Christ in, in, in a certain way. So all their vision, all their aspirations are on the earth. This verse talks about this life. There are two types of life. There is this life. And very soon you will discover that there is also another life. And the Bible says that if all your hope, all your dreams, all your vision in life is for cars, houses, Visa, husband. I mean, all you live for as a woman is to have a husband and to have children. Then we will add you to the lepers and pity you. Na asamu ese na wudi Kristo niya wote weni daso wa Kristo mudi na brabwe ya yeboi se weni swadi yangu wakono diye wape diye wudaya sio wubebe pia eni adanya wope asanya wope akunzo ngrata ninsing eni yadu wubeka watafuongo na yangu listen some of you ladies when you wake up and you are dressing up all your dressing your eyebrow, your uh, eyeliner, uh, 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 mascara, that thing they put. Eyeshadow. No, eyes, that's, that's the shadow and the liner also. And, yes. the, and uh, yeah, the shadow and the liner. And then what else? There's something also for the eye. The mascara for the, is it mascara for the eye? The eyelashes, eyelash mascara or what? Eyelash something like your own. You see. When you dress, all your dressing is about going to work to be the receptionist at at Odododio Company Limited. There's nothing wrong. But if all your life your dressing is for Odododio Company Limited and there's never a day where you are dressing to be a receptionist at in church 
or to go and preach in church or to go and visit in church if all your dressing is about your shop then you are a miserable person you may be you may be an accountant you may be a lawyer you may be a doctor you are miserable the bible says it asama me pese me kire wo se bra wo boy so wan wo sie sie nyine enye se dia wo ba sori aba be nyanya me juma bi na emu ma wo sie sie nyina de bia wo fie dia ko wiase akoye juma dia wo ye mogopa this woman had their wedding yesterday i'm sure you were happy was it a good wedding by the way you were were you happy in the afternoon in the night yeah, we don't want to talk about it yes nothing wrong it's your right as a christian but if in this life you are living as a christian all your happiness your joy excitement has to do with marriage and your wife tickled you and you went here and you discovered i'm pregnant two strips if all your excitement in life is about pregnancy a job then you are not different from a goat if you 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 have a goatee you are not different from a goat what makes you different you may have a goatee but what makes you different from a goat is that if the goat's hope is only on earth as for you your eyes are set on another city now on another life and now we worry for fair say so when you just want you not quite yeah what we need a woman who any worry our worry and you can see and we are popping inside here and you only have a great lady and so soon you'll be on the mountain you know that's a mom said when it does so excellent so now we are software to maybe dear now we have a bridge they so soon you can see a part of them this is the only point i'm going to do part one and two and god will next week i'll do part two of the same point yeah look up Tell your neighbor, look up. Catch a wind, you're such a slow. Look up. I mean, your investments. Some of you, you don't have a, you don't buy shoes. You are driving a second-hand car, even though you, you can afford a brand new car. You are living in a chamber and hall, even though you could have built your own house because you are building now. So all your investments and the life you are living now, it's all based on earthly investments. But there is nothing about your investments that are heavenly. You are a miserable person. Yeah, no, be- not me, not me. I don't use such words. I, I was brought up well. It's the Bible. So you are miserable. Yes, you are miserable. All your exams on earth. Yes, to do SIMA, ACCA, ICE, SAT, WASI, JMAT. Uh, Novdek, uh, GCE, uh, uh, IELTS. If all, all your exams you write on, on earth are about earthly things, and you have never written an exam in church and, or an exam about something spiritual, then you are you. Even though you have grade one distinction, you are a pitiful rat. Now what the idea we see can you know what I see so what the assistance is I see soon your memo we see catch up a beer and yes I for sure and it was right you remember she move we are more born listen 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 Christian you know it's not everybody I'm preaching to many of you here even heaven is not your mind you're not even born again you are I don't even know why you are here but there are some people here who have plans to make you to heaven who have plans to end well who have plans to be Christians till you die you are the one I'm talking to not to those people who have come and you found their bus in your area and you hopped on the bus. I'm talking to those who intend to be in that city one day. I'm telling you that your life on earth eh, 
if there is no component that is heavenly, that is, you are all you're looking, you are only looking down, you are a vulture. Me person me chira o se, enyo obi ana me kan se mi mano, enyo obi ana e koma no e san se, ebi wo ho agodi o sura himan mu kan na, eni wa gen so, wonya Kristo ni, me nim de enti a wo ba e hu sen, ena o hirisi mu na abetena e bie, na emom be kasa chira o mu a, o mu si o ma gen pise, o sura himan bi bo wa e se so no so ko, o no na me ne ne kasa. Listen, listen, let me tell you, there's a better quality life than the life of an engineer. I'm telling you, believe me. The school you went to, I've been to that type of school. Many days, perhaps more than your own. It's a better life that is bigger than being a lawyer or a doctor or an economist or those type of mis and misty things. It's about a life, a life as you are living it, like we are all on earth, oh, but your eyes are also set on something about the earth. Wait, wait. As I'm a brother that back there, he has done this. Look at the word. Ah, but it's time now. Hurry up and finish. I'll finish. Let's turn to our feet. I'll continue next week. I'll, I'll finish. But, 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 when he's in a nightclub or when he's at Jesse's spot, he doesn't look at his time. No. It is when he has finished drinking all the beer bottles and he says, let's get up and go. Wait till we are finished. Let's get up and let's go. Let's get up. We are going. Get up. We are going. Get up. The brother says it's time. I saw him. He did this. Oh, stand up. Oh, it's time. I'm, I'm serious. Next week, we shall continue. Next Fire for fire. Next week, if you don't like the service, don't come. Yes. I'll come for your throat directly. Easter Sunday, we shall resurrect. You shall resurrect from your carnality. Tell your friend, look up. Tell your friend, you are a Christian. You are not a vulture. Please close your eyes. I'm sorry for taking your time. Look up, sister. Look up. There's heaven. It's spiritual. Life is. I know. I know your hair is nice. It's very nice hair. Is this put inside? What, what did you put inside your hair? Nothing. It's natural. Wow. That's not a small type of hair. But there's something nicer than this hairstyle. I'm telling you. I I I know a dog. I saw it in Islam. The hair is nicer than this one. So if all your hope is in your hair, then you and that. Lift your hands and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Yes. Say, Lord, I want to look up from today. Heaven on my mind. Heaven on my mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank God for your husband. Thank him for your car. Thank him for. But also tell the Lord, 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 in spite of my car, my husband, my wife, everything, my eyes are also on heaven. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. We are grateful. Thank you. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here and you are not born again, 
want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Wherever you are, lift your hand. I want to pray for you to be born again. Yes. You want to receive Jesus? Lift your hand well. You want to receive Jesus? Lift your hand outside at the back. Lift your hand high. I can't see your hand. You want to receive Jesus Christ? If your hand is up, please come and meet me in front of you. Clap for somebody is coming. Hurry up, run. You do ah, and you will regret when you die and hell is staring at you. Ah, but my pastor said it. Why didn't I listen? Why? Why am I here? Why? Close your eyes and let's pray. Those in front say, Heavenly Father, today I come to you. I commit myself to you. I'm dirty. I'm a sinner. I've done many bad things. Please have mercy on me. Forgive me my sins. Wash me and make me pure. Today I come to you. I am born again. I'm not going back to my old life. I'm starting a new life. In Jesus' name. for listening to this podcast we believe that you have been truly blessed you can send a mail to bishop edwin ogo at bishop edwin ogo at gmail.com introduce this podcast to a friend keep listening and keep living passionately for god